All right, welcome to the Mr. Short Game podcast. I have Tom Fluent in the house, going to help out today. He is a awesome golfer. We spent some time on the link, so welcome. I appreciate that. This is uh, it's fantastic to be here, Mr. Short Game. Always love it. Looking forward to a great show today. Always need some more uh, people to uh, talk golf stuff with, so grateful you're here. Appreciate it. It's going to be fun. So I want to get your take let's let's just kick it off there's been a lot going on in the world of golf pga championship i talked about it before but uh obviously it was an exciting major just initial thoughts on the championship i mean it it, i mean it was awesome but uh i mean the the course the course did what it needed to do um i mean kiowa anyone who's played it you know it's it's a test whether you're professional amateur it's it's a great place Tough sight lines. You never know what you're going to get with the wind. Uh, you better trust where you're hitting the ball. And uh, you threw all that in with a phenomenal field. And I mean, that that back nine on on Sunday was just. Uh, I mean, that that's that's why folks want to watch majors. I mean, that was awesome. So okay, now have you played there? Yes. Okay, I have not played there. So what was the just the conditions they were facing? Talk us through that. So I think, you know, obviously the uh, the PGA was planning on more wind. Again, in my non-professional mm. view, they they, they kind of had it set up where, you know, what are you going to do with the back tee boxes? Are you going to tip them all the way out and really inflict some some pain, or are you going to move them up a little bit? And it seems like they set them up very fair uh, uh, each day. Me personally playing there a couple of times, uh, it's a trust factor when you're standing mm. on a tee box because the, you know, first of all, you're at sea level. Yeah. And, you know, you if you don't play there a lot you're you're wondering gosh i'm gonna hit this drive is there fairway over there where i'm hitting this drive or is it gonna be out in the sand or right you know in the in the wispy grass i mean it's 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 just a beautiful place and then the elements make it tough so with phil's win we were all you know it went from that tom watson type of feel like man this guy's gonna win the british open or you know phil that that phil's gonna win the pga to Oh, it's really gonna suck when he loses. Cause we all <laughs> did you did you think he was not gonna pull it off at any point? Uh, there there were a couple of times, not not just on Sunday, but you know Phil does Phil things, uh. and so you know he's fun he's fun to root for, but you you just don't know sometimes what he's gonna do, and usually it's off the tee, right? I mean, yes, his short yeah. game is phenomenal, and might might be arguably the best you know wedge player of all time. I mean, yeah, um, certainly wouldn't get thrown out of any argument, but. Uh, um, y- you just had to wonder where that moment was going to come. Was it, was it, so in, for me, in my mind, it was Saturday when he's playing with Usti. Yeah. And w- what hole was that? And he, and he, Usti hits it in the water. Yeah, I think that was 14. 14. So I think it was 14. And then Phil snap hooks it in the, in the water also. Yeah. And I mean, Usti's drop was borderline he should be dq'd yeah. to phil doing the legit retee yeah i mean that's where i thought the wheels were he was gonna fall away at that point you know what was interesting i i, I agree is he survived that he actually took a super mature non-phil approach really hmm, you right. know historically uh you know he's got the flair for the dramatic and um he he i i just think he he went with the with the smart play and you know that that might have actually been the catalyst to keep him rolling on Sunday because mm-hmm. he 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 just played solid solid heady golf on Sunday 
there was there really wasn't that that oh my gosh he's gonna lose it at this point moment no I think coming in on this on the last few holes again once he got to 14 everybody's yep. holding their breath yep he gets through that and then and then he had a few bad breaks he did just whatever what was it 16 17 yep where he hits it in it perfect number and it takes a down it hits a down slope and rolls in the and he gets a couple bogeys what at yeah. 16 and 17. but he had but he hit some again that that short game I mean, if you have a short game like that you, you get less concerned about you yeah know, that you're going to be in a bad spot I mean it's just ultimate confidence and being able to get up and down from anywhere and he had a, he had a couple of those you know the sand shots like there, there's no bunkers in the tournament which i thought was interesting right i like that yeah, call by yeah, the way it was, it was very very cool um you still four days into the tournament you're wondering you're still questioning well yeah at my club we don't do that you know it's all you know, <laughs> sand areas right but he he had some shots that were just i think only phil can hit those shots mm -hmm. and and just uh he was super deserving uh, uh to win that tournament in, in unbelievably popular win so okay so then we had the Bryson Brooks moment there, which was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll get into more of that a little later. But That could be a whole podcast itself. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it probably will be. So then Phil goes to, you know, he wins the PGA, which was, I mean, we all. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes to Tor Tory, the U.S. Open comes up. What did you think were his chances there after the PGA, even though it's Tory, home, kind of hometown, the whole history he has there I, I think the way they set up the golf course I mean just number one you're gonna have a little bit of a hangover I mean what what what, sure. what, what a vic I mean what a victory right o oldest major champion I mean you, just, you can't take that away to, to then have to immediately rebound on your home turf <laughs> uh, on a course that plays vastly different than you normally play it I mean that, yeah. that rough was crazy and even for a great wedge player like him that wasn't necessarily going to be the issue. It's how many fairways is he going to hit? Because if he's hitting lots of long clubs mm -hmm. out of shaggy, rough, um, how's he going to score? And and I think that kind of showed through as the tournament developed that, um, I, I mean, he was not the favorite to win the U.S. Open just based his no. history and the way it was set up. And oh, by the way, he just came off of a record-breaking performance at the PGA. So, <laughs> I, I, you know. Still I, not feeling bad for him. I was a member of the men's club at Torrey Pines for a number of years. And in 2008, we, we got to play right after the U.S. Open that week. Yeah. And we had spotters out there in the rough from, the you know, just volunteers yeah. that would come out and help us find our ball. And those greens were so fast. It was ridiculous. And so I would imagine this setup was very similar. The only difference is... The, the rough around the greens, yeah. they grew longer this time. They, they said they, they didn't even touch it. They just, they just, it was, you, you'd see in the in the practice rounds during the mm -hmm. week, you know, you'd, a lot of the players are running their Instagram accounts and they're doing videos of dropping right. balls in there. And, and you're just, I mean, it's it's just folding over the ball and over the tops of your shoes where you're, you're you know, I mean, it's. And that's you know. not your normal Bermuda. Like Bermuda out here, since I moved to Georgia, like the Bermuda took me a minute to get used to, yeah. but it's relatively fluffy, fluffy, and you can get the ball, uh, yeah. the club through it. That Kakuya. Oh no, that's that's gnarly stuff. That that's just, that, like, that, that wraps it up, and it's it's much thicker, and yeah, I mean you get you know how Bermuda is. You get Bermuda three and four inches, and it's it's tough to get out of. Yeah. But it's not as dense, in my opinion. No. So then around the greens at Torrey, you're gonna have 
yeah. some problems. So Bryson's drive and gouge mentality, he was in the mix. He was. You know, what did you think? So coming in, what did you think? Who did you think was going to pull that out? Uh, I mean, I really thought down the stretch there, you know, let's say halfway through the front nine. I mean, I thought Louie was a great, great. I mean, he's so he's a straight hitter. He's he's got the major experience. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't he doesn't get, uh, you know, derailed uh, all that often. That that tee ball that he went left on. I think that was on. Was it 17? No, no, it was. Uh, what was it? 17 at the end. Yeah. He had to take I mean, that he, drop. He had, I think it was 16, actually. 16 is a par three. Okay, so it was. It was 17, 17 that he, you know, he hit it, you know, you know, down into the hazard left. And yeah. It, it, as, you know, announcers were saying, I mean, he had 40 to 50 yards of fairway on the right side. Worst case scenario, you get over in one of those bunkers and you still, are, you're playing and you're, you're, you're much easier chances of saving par. Well, that's what Rom was. And look how close he actually came to saving the par with the drop there. So I if mean, he makes that par, I mean, who knows? If he yeah. makes that, does he still make the putt on 18? But he doesn't have to, but then he doesn't have to worry about, you know, on 18, when he was in the situation that I, I have to make eagle. Eagle. And there's, I mean, listen, there, there was no way he was getting that out of that lie to that tight pin over the pond. Mm -mm. It just wasn't going to happen. But had he made par on the previous hole, he wouldn't have even been sitting there thinking about that. He would have played just the way he played. I'm going to wedge it up there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give myself a, you know, get it, get inside of 10 feet, 12 feet, what have you, yeah. and have a roll for the tie. Which and he, he did make yeah, birdie. Yeah, he ultimately made it. You know what, you, to your point, you, you don't know, does he, does he, does he make it? But I, yeah. I think that the, 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 the intensity of that moment would have been just unreal. You need a birdie to tie versus an eagle. Um, right. I think at that moment, as soon as you saw where his tee ball landed in that rough over the fairway bunker, Rom had won at that point. I think so. I know mathematically your odds are better of holding out from, let's say, 80, 90 yards sure. and trying to get that thing on yeah. from that lie. Yeah. So he'd made the right play. Uh, I thought he was going to do the old um, fill and bones, you know, <laughs> yeah, walk dance. It off, take the take take the the flag out. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. To have his caddy pull the flag. That's but not his style, though. That's not his style. No, no, no. It would have been fun. That would have been fun. Yeah, I also thought coming in, I thought Usti was gonna clean up. I was rooting yeah. for Rom because of what happened to him at the memorial. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was just a horrible ha handling of the whole situation. But, you know, to his credit, you know, he's early on. I mean, he's still young in his career, but, you know, he's he's got a temper. He's got a flair. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say that's bad at all. I mean, he's very passionate about, about the game, and mm -hmm. he's very into what he's doing, uh, which certainly is fueling him. Um, but he earned that. I mean, oh, he, yeah. he earned that. He, he played solid, continuing a stretch of pretty solid golf for him, I'd say. And maybe that's a little sweet redemption for – you know, for what happened at the mo the memorial, and I thought his interview—I okay. thought he gave a great, great interview afterwards. Uh, he's a good—really put it in perspective. Yeah, he's a solid dude. So my question here: If he wins, let's say nothing happens at the memorial, he wins that tournament. Does he still win the U.S. Open, or do you think? Because you know, typically after a win, you have a little lull. You don't win and win. You know, it's a little so. So when we were just saying, uh, Phil wins at the PGA, right? Oldest, you know, major champion mm -hmm. ever. Much tougher test at Kiowa for for the week than it was at Memorial. So, 
yeah, winning at Jack's place is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a good a event. Great, it's a great event, right? Yeah. But it's not a major. And, and I think Rom winning that did, doesn't change his preparation for the U.S. Open. Again, Torrey's a very special place for him. You know, he oh, yeah. went through all of the reasons why. So he was going to be jacked up to play anyway yeah. and very focused. So I, 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 don't, I don't think it changes. I think it just added a couple more, um, um, you know, highlights or notes to the interviews that, hey, I had this happen. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I, I believe in, you know, karma. I stayed focused. I didn't do the blame game. It is what it is. Um, I, I really thought he... He really conducted himself, yeah. you know, very professionally. said said the right things, and you know, he's a pretty popular, uh, you know, champion. Oh yeah, and I'm super. I was super. I mean, you and I know just locally here at the clubs we play at. There are a lot of Rom fans. They, oh, yeah. they love Ramo. <laughs> Rombo. I mean, they yeah, love him. <laughs> he's a good. He's a good dude. It's going to be interesting to see him at the Ryder Cup, coming up at Whistling Straits. In Can you see like a, a, a Rom and an Ian Poulter pairing? I would love that. That would be. Is Poulter going to make the team? Ah, uh, it's good. He's playing some good golf. I would. Pick I don't him. see how he's not a captain's pick at a minimum. I'd pick him. Does Phil make the team? I I think Phil's on that team because he's. You look at the Ryder Cup points. He's way still with his major. He's still way down the I list. I don't. I don't. I don't see how. Um, he's left off that team. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I'm not. I would not take the money that he's left off that team. See, at the end of the day, it's a television show. I don't care what anybody says. You're in it for ratings. Why would you? Why? Why would you not put Phil? He can go out there. He doesn't have to play every match. No. You play him the minimum matches, but he's there in the team room. You need uh, listen, that. You're gonna need him with the other drama we got going, right? Okay. So that <laughs> you're gonna need him there. That brings us up. This is gonna be interesting because you got Bryson and Brooks. So we saw the video at Kiowa, where Brooks is just shaking his head like, "Oh, I hate that guy." Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then. You know, all the internet craziness that happens after that. Then you have a tour. Did you see Bryson running behind Brooks during, and waving? And Brooks, he said, so there is a, a feud. Something happened between these guys. All Brooks is really saying about it is we agreed on something yeah. to do. And then he backed out of it. So forget that guy. Like he's basically dead to me. You know, there's so many opinions about this whole thing. <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I would say initially, uh, at first, it's kind of fun. It's kind of funny. It's it's mm-hmm. it's attracting, I think, some people uh, to the sport or to observe and get involved with the sport that normally wouldn't be. So that's pretty good. And I think you know this. Uh, the the PGA Tour's got this whole uh, incentive plan now for oh, you know boy. for uh, uh, attracting. Uh, shares and, and folks to, to the game, right? So that's fine. Well, I work in an incentive-laden business, so I, I get it. Um, so you think maybe this is a little uh, WWE <laughs> uh, man-made? You mean Vince McMahon could be behind all of this. You know, he, could be, he could be orchestrating this right now. If, if I'm on the PGA Tour and there's a, how much, $40 million? How much? It's a, I think it's a $40 million uh, kind of bonus pool. A $40 million pool, I might... Uh, hire some PR or talk to Vince McMahon personally and say, hey, what can we do? Yeah. How can we get that money? I, I mean, listen, I, I was watching the early coverage uh, this morning at the Travelers, and I'm just thinking the only way this thing gets to where it, it needs to be is they got to get paired together. We've, we've got to <laughs> get them paired together. It doesn't even matter the event. It could be 
the middle of nowhere, uh, off week, opposite a major event, if the two of them were in a pairings, the ratings would shoot through the roof because of all oh. this buildup of, of these two, uh, you know, uh, athletes in a sport that's, you know, let's call it non-confrontational. It's not, it's not, uh, you know, MMA here. Right. We don't, we don't have golf cage matches. You know? uh, unfortunately. So, so they're. The buildup is there, and I think people, the the, the fans, the uh, you know the social media fans in particular, they, they really want to see these guys together and just catch mm -hmm. all the the eye rolls, the sighs, the, you know the the cursing under your you know under your lip kind of thing. It, I'm not gonna say it wouldn't be entertaining. It it would be it would be fun. I was surprised the USGA did not pair. Now I know there's a way they get their pairings on, but they were both even par after Saturday. Well, I think they will, I think based on how their rounds went, it didn't Where stack they fit. right, but I don't think again, I'm not I'm not the, you know, a member of the USGA, but I think that they weren't going to do anything to incent or incite mm -hmm. uh, this this drama if it naturally occurs where hey, they 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 were tied, they both shot the same score in the in the previous round and yeah. they fell that way, then they would they would do it. Yeah, I they just don't think they were going to they're they're not a uh, um, I don't think the USGA really wants any part of that, Frank. Probably, you're probably right. They, if if it came to light that they, and it would have, because they, it's it's based on when you finish and what yeah, your score absolutely. is, yeah. And so that's the order you go out. So, who do you think? Who do you think would want that pairing more, Brooks or Bryson? Probably Bryson would want it more because he's more yeah. of that goofy kind of guy, where Brooks is like, I want to punch you in the face. Yeah. I, I think Bryson doesn't really care. He he's he's in he's so they're both very into their than themselves yeah. and their stuff. At least that's the way it appears. I think Bryson just rolls and keeps doing his thing, as does Brooks, but I think Brooks is generally irritated by Bryson's kind of quirkiness uh -huh. and you know, having fifty seven calculations for a thirty, you know, a thirty foot putt. Yeah. And I, I think that stuff just you know, I, I see Brooks as more of the, the old school throwback, you know, let me get my number. I know my clubs. I hit mm -hmm. it. Let's move. You know, I got stuff to do when I'm done. And Bryson's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the duration. Let's just enjoy ourselves for the seven-hour tour. So they're definitely different yeah. in that and way. And Bryson's a slow – you're right. It, he gets under his skin, and Bryson's really slow, slow play, and Brooks is like, come on. Yeah, like this is killing. It kind of reminded me. Uh, you remember years ago? I think it was actually at Congressional, and I want to say uh, at the tour event. That we don't have that sponsor anymore, but it, when Roy Sabatini yeah. was getting tired of Ben Crane's slow play, and and it, it really wasn't cool how he handled it. Right. I'm not defending the slow play, but I just I can't get that vision out of my mind of he just kind of he just took off and walked he's like i'm going to the next tee and, yeah. hit and i'm tired of this he basically played through <laughs> he, did. he said i'm gonna i'm gonna finish and see you later now we, we've you know anyone who's you know played golf uh and 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 prides themselves in playing on time or a little bit faster right we, right we've seen it in our clubs right i mean how, how long does it take i mean all right you're, you're putting for double bogey just uh, okay okay so we got you covered here <laughs> so with slow play on the tour or anywhere should there be a clock should they be on the clock every hole every time like what what can they do so that some of these guys uh don't take forever hitting a shot because even on television you're even these guys they're like they cut to jb holmes because he's about to hit a shot and then he pulls back puts his club away 
does the whole thing yeah, then again. I hear, then it, I hear my, my microwave dinner going off again. I got to go get it. And I'm thinking right. I could get there in time. And it's like, okay, you know, I, it's, it's really, it's a, it's, it's, it's a challenge for the TV. I think the tour uh, with some of the rules that they've implemented this year, mm-hmm. they, 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 they have more staff out there that are, they're timing the groups. They've got the penalty now a couple bad times and you're getting a, you're, you're, it's a stroke. Yeah, they penalized like lower ranked players. I don't think any of the top guys well, have gotten a yeah. So a I hit. Think, I mean, but but again, a number of the folks are have, have talked about. It. I mean, the way you, you you get someone's attention isn't so much with the you know, hey, I'm going to privately fine you five hundred dollars because you cursed on TV or whatever. Right. It's, it's you were in the third, but now I took a stroke away, and now now you're out. That becomes you know, there's there's bigger ramifications there, mm-hmm. and I think that's the way they're going about it. Uh, if just the the threat of that helps pace of play great um there's just i I don't know that anybody even slow players because most slow players don't think they're slow i don't (laughs) that's true i don't think anybody really likes slow play they just they don't have a perception of who they are yeah i play with some guys and he one guy i know no names he doesn't think he's slow but everybody that plays with this guy knows like Dude, and they they've said <laughs> right, stuff, right, and right. he just denies that he's a slow player. He That's said, right. "No, I'm just deliberate." It's like, hey, you know, you have something on your shirt. Oh, I don't have anything on my shirt. Well, everybody mm-hmm. here sees it on your shirt. You don't see it. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, you do have mustard on your right. shirt. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's. I don't know. The only way you get at a club hard to it's peer pressure gets you at a club. Right. I think on the tour, there's you know, I think they hope peer pressure gets you there. But now the fact that in cases it's not happening they're mm-hmm. having to go into you know these times I, I i didn't really like the old rule where you know let, let's say take brooks for example who i don't think anyone would accuse of being a slow no. player and he and, and bryson are playing together uh and you, you know they're getting bad times well i don't think you should penalize the, the brooks i think i think in that the old rule was where your whole group is on the clock right well that's that goes back to rory sabatini's move is Okay, I'm I'm not able to get you know maybe in that case Ben Crane to play faster, uh-huh. but I'm not going to get penalized because he of him. can't keep up. I, I can go keep up. So so he took off. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a. It, I mean, I know it's a little bit more intricate of an issue, but we we yeah. we, we experience that professional level, amateur mm. level, you know your, your your local club level. Um, it's know, a it's a problem. They've it's a problem. they've done it. I think they did it recently on the LPGA. They gave them the the scorecard with what they call a time par on it, which they do in junior tournaments. Yeah. And so it says what time, and in a lot of these junior tournaments that my kids had played in over the years, every, let's say six holes, there's somebody sitting at the back of the green and they'll give them like a card, like, hey, your group's behind. Yep. You need to pick up the pace. Yeah. Or next, yeah. next checkpoint, they're gonna add a stroke to everybody's score. Start so, moving along a little quicker. So then they start speeding up and yeah. you could tell, and then they do this, I forgot what they call it, but it's like a two by two where, you know, they're playing in foursome. So after two people are done putting, they go tee off while the other two are still putting. And, but you always have to have yeah. two by two or whatever they call it. So they can't do that on the PGA tour, but I think they put the individual player on the clock. But don't you think, again, a lot of this stuff develops as you're younger. I mean, I, you know, at our clubs, yeah. we see, you know, I, I, I'm, I love aim point. I've used aim point now for a couple of years. Um, I, I don't take all day doing it. You, you, you know, you're, you, you're kind of building, you're doing your thing as other folks are doing their thing. So you're ready to go. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of the juniors we play with. 
I, I mean, it's I mean, it's going to rain by the time they get mm. done doing their stuff, and it, and that starts uh, with the instruction. It's it's you can do these things in the context of the time to play, the time allotted, and uh, it, it's a it's a learned behavior, I I believe. Well, I've seen yeah, I've seen parents uh, teaching kids at five, six, seven years old. You need to step off your putts, so they literally <laughs> yeah. march from their ball to the hole and back. And I'm like, okay, I don't, you know, and then whatever. So you mean parenting matters? Just a little, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, I've even seen people range, kids, uh, range finder their putts. Putts, yeah. And so I'm like, that's taken every bit of feel out of the game. Yeah. And delaying it. So you're right. It is a trained, learned thing. Well, bring it all the way back. Brooks probably wasn't the kid growing up that was doing any of that. No. Bryson, different uh, different age group, different kind of uh, upbringing, different personalities. He's He's got a science behind everything. Brooks, feel player. I think Bryson gets the technical feeling of everything. You see how he practices his practice swings with his different yardages. He knows, man, my arm swing goes exactly here. Yeah. And that's the 91.5 yard wedge. You know, he's a very exacting uh, person and he takes a lot of time to do it. So, right. It's, uh, it's interesting. So, okay. Just to, to, to put a, an end to the Bryson Brooks fiasco, is that good or bad for golf? I think it's good for golf for now. For now. A lot of the golf people say it's bad for golf, but I agree with you. I think it's not only good for golf, I think it's great for golf. And I think they need more of that. It's personalities getting engaged. I mean, exactly. And I think the LPGA tour needs to take, you know, note of what's happening and figure out a way to get something going on there. Cause in my opinion, they're kind of, do you think more people get interested to watch the uh, sports center highlights of yesterday's round? If so, if we say, Hey, you know, Dustin Johnson shot 66 yesterday. He leads the, you know, the tournament by three. Or they followed up by saying, but you've really got to see what happened on the 16th tee between Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka. You know. Exactly. The club snapped. The, 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 you know, the words started spewing out. I mean, your ratings are going to go up. And if that uh -huh. gets more people to pay attention, then I would have to overall say it's good for golf. Yeah, because ultimately you want – you want more people, you want more viewers, you want more of an audience, you want more engagement. Absolutely. Sponsors love that. Everybody loves that. Yeah. And it's, it drives people that And don't that think for a minute do. the two of them don't know that. They know that. And they're showmen. Both of them are showmen. Without Tiger, Tiger, bring he brings in a whole new audience. When he's playing, if he's in there. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, ratings go up no matter what. If he's attached to an event, ticket sales, ratings, everything. Everything. Up. Everything. And they know, like, grandma's watching Tiger Woods today. Yeah. But unfortunately, we don't know when he's or if he's yeah. going to make a comeback. We'll see. Uh, so they're, they're doing a lot of rules stuff with golf, which I think is good. Always going to be doing rules stuff. Hopefully they, they get rid of – well, let's talk about it. So they're outlawing or potentially outlawing green reading books. Now, these are the books that tour players get that gives all the topography and slope and angle of every green – on tour, except some tour acts like Augusta, they don't allow yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, what 
what are your thoughts on the green reading books? So I'm old school when it comes to golf. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, there's a reason why you have practice rounds in these tournaments show up on Monday. If you, if it's a course you haven't played before, you know, you're, you're getting out there, you're, you're, you're looking at the green complexes, you're pitching, you're putting, you're getting an idea of where the pin positions are going to be. Generally, I mean, I think at that level, players need to know how to read greens. Now, yeah, maybe you use the green reading book in a practice round to kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a little thrown off by the elevation here, the slope here, and I just kind of want to know, does it, is it, is it, you know, running front to back? Is it, you know, is it fall off your throws of water, what have mm -hmm. you, to kind of um, uh, hone your practice. But during the actual rounds between you and your caddy, I'm okay with no green reading books. Yeah, I don't think they should be allowed at all. I mean, there's a skill in reading a green. It's part, it's part of the process. You have to be, and there's two of you. There's you and your caddy. So What's it, the difference between the green reading book and the argument about the putters? The arm lock? Yeah. Or I, I mean, aren't I, they both? They're both, I mean, so the, the proponents for it say, hey, uh, you know, I, I still have to make the putts. The, 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 the folks that are against it are like, well, no, that's an unnatural move and it's not fair. Well, wouldn't you say the same thing about green reading books? Yeah. And, and what, I mean, you could say the same thing. Equipment. Everybody has access to it. So it yeah. technically levels the playing field. I, I think it's, it's taking an element of skill out of the game. And I think arm lock, they have an anchoring band. Yeah. So you can't anchor it to your body, but I, so you got to an anchor it up your arm. I agree. I think you're anchoring that thing to your arm. It's just, I've always said, like, Adam Scott's the perfect example of this. Good-looking dude. He's got the perfect build. Good-looking, best-looking swing out there. Yeah. Smoking the drives. Just the, the, the perfect golf person. Until he pulls out his, like, five-foot-long putter and right. he's on the green. Like, right. Then you're like, okay, now he looks ridiculous. Yeah. And so you take like Superman of golf and then it just has a bad look. I yeah. think the putter should be short. I think it should be the shortest club in the bag. And I think no arm locking yeah. at all. There are a phenomenal amount of, of, uh, of just awesome ball strikers out on tour, right? I mean, gosh, they can do anything with that ball. Yeah. But the difference for them at that level is usually the putter. And, and you know, I see so many folks changing putters week to week to week to week. And I'm like, why, why are you changing putters every, every I week? Agree. You don't, you're not changing your, your wedges every week, maybe because the grooves are wearing out, but you're usually replacing them with the same, same one. exact ones. Yeah. So I, I think that kind of goes to the, the, you know, the old school thought of, you know, that they're, they're, they're just, they're searching for something in the, in the putter that they're, they don't trust it. They're, 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 you know, they're, it's a weak part of their game. And, and I really just like the whole feel aspect. I mean, I, you, when you, when you throw in the pace of play with green reading books, I mean, that's another thing. Oh, wait, oh, wait, I, I, I'm, I'm now I'm, uh, uh, I don't think I calculated, right. Let me pull my book back out of my pocket and, uh, and let me right. look at the quadrant here. Oh yeah. It's rolling to the right. Ooh, I was going to go. I mean, and that happens. It, it just, it just takes too much time and it's just, I don't think at that level, it's needed, and I think may maybe it's a crutch. It's a co it's a confidence thing. It it it's it, I get to rely mm -hmm. on it, whereas you know maybe some of these folks would be better if they took those away and they started relying on their instincts more. I've always thought. I mean, you're right. Co putting is confidence. If you don't have confidence, you're you're doomed. I always thought, and I told myself for years, this is the putter. I'm never going to get a new one. 
And then I would just trick my mind. So it would believe the fact that it doesn't matter what happens. You, you're stuck with me. This yeah. we're together for yeah. life. And like tiger kind of did that with his Scotty Newport, uh, putter like that's the, and then he switched but he's back to it yep and you, you just i would always say man that's he's not changing his grip he's, he still he has the ping grip on there yeah. yeah why not get a scotty like they make other grips yeah that are exactly the same he got his feel and that's what he grew up with but he still says ping on his yeah he just colors over it yeah you know well i think there's some you know we all probably have fallen a little bit one time or another and oh we got the we got to get the new shiny piece of yeah. equipment and Oh, wow, it's it. You know, this guy has it, so it's got to be really good. I, listen, I've done that myself, Me called too. myself out. But but you know what? I kind of always migrate back to, I never get rid of the one that I know is really the one. Maybe maybe I goof off for a couple of rounds trying something else, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know what? No, let me let me put this back in because I, this is this is this is the one I need. It's 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 me. Right. I got to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's a lot of – I even think you got to take the line. Like, you shouldn't be able to add an alignment line yeah. on your golf ball. I use it sometimes. I use it a lot now. But I think, again, it's a it's an alignment aid. Absolutely. Well, again, most of the balls are manufactured now yeah. with a built-in one, you know. So if you're not even darkening it or adding – they're putting there's it there. A, there's enough. There's enough markings on the ball that you can line it up appropriately without adding anything on there. The question is, what's coming – so these alignment aids, what's coming? Like, are they going to put a level on embedded in my putter so I can tell if it's level or some type of visual level? You, you must level? be talking about the putter that has the stands on its own. Well, they have that. <laughs> I don't know if that's legal or not. But there's, at some point, they're going to have so many calculations. Like, you're going to be able to look at your putter, and it's going to have some type of reflection on it to tell you if you're lined up where you think you're lined up. Uh, listen, I, I think that that all maybe. Uh, it makes it easier or more attractive to to a certain set of folks that struggle with golf or hey i can't play because i can't do this or that and if that gets an amateur into playing every once in a while or liking the game great but at a professional level there's just the more skill in human element needed is where it should stay i agree and that's the true test so if you automate things or make it easy super easy i i, I just don't i mean you look at yeah. other sports right well you know it's it's again i think their professional level should always be the purest level there is well right now that's the most impure <laughs> well, there you go <laughs> who knows i think what will happen is somebody will come around at some point over the next 10 years dominate and they'll be whatever they do that will be the next wave like Bryson came and he was one length and yep. irons and the grips. Now, yeah. if he were winning every major, everybody would be doing that. Oh, sure. But he's not so good because I don't like well, one listen, length irons. Uh, you know, there's there's so many choices out there too. I think that's uh, one of the other things that's really cool about golf is it isn't one size fits all. But we we do need to put some parameters around the sizes. I agree. Oh yeah, it's a there's got to be a lot of parameters, but. Yeah. Who knows what they're going to do? Yep. So, okay, we're going to get into some training aids for our swing. Okay. But, but first, let's just quickly touch base. The Masters is got rumor has it. Rumor and photos have it. Go look on the internet for what's happening over there. It's not your typical, hey, we're just fixing the sub air system this year. 
there's some major construction going on in some of these holes. They're, they're, well, they've, they've got that. <clears throat> you know, you can look at the Google Earth photos that are out there, and, you know, I don't think it's, uh, it takes a genius to figure out that they're extending some holes. I think 15, uh, it looks like they're trying to back that T up further uh, towards the number 10 uh, T box. Okay. Uh, so, so again, why, you know, why? Because probably don't want to have guys hitting seven and eight irons uh, is their second shot into 15. So how much are they adding, do you think, to the to the 15? I mean, I'm not an expert, but it looks like another 40 to 50 yards pushed back there. And that, and that makes it actually a little bit uphill off the tee, mm, you right. know, across that, uh, you know, the uh, walk, you know, the, uh, the cart path there laying out to the landing area. So, you know, um, what does that do? That puts longer clubs. And actually, you, you know, you can block yourself out on that tee ball right on that left side. It's hard to sling that around. You've got to hit a nice, you know, for a right-hander, a draw in there. You're not going to want to take on that water if you're sitting too far back. So, so 240 back there, 250. Yeah, versus, uh, versus, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys pulling 7s and 8 irons in on second shots there, stopping those on a dime. And again, I ain't on the competition committee at Augusta National, right? Right. But for the Masters, but I know that whenever we have guys that are laying up in, a, in an uncomfortable yardage on that hill and trying to pitch it to, to, to the front there, you can spin them back. You, re, you bring more skill in, more trouble mm. in. I think it adds excitement uh, to the tournament. It, and it looks a little bit what they're doing on 13. Best I could tell there is they're dropping more tree. They're trying to maybe move that box back. Now, would they have to? I think it's thirteen. Would they have to buy property from that other golf course? That they already did that. They so they that, all, that was already done. So are they? So they might have to reconfigure a hole on that course. Already been done. That's already everything's yeah, been done. Yeah. So they own that acreage, uh, you know, behind there. So I think I think again, what it looks like is possibly moving the the tee box back, but also uh, putting some trees on the left side. So if you mm -hmm. recall, you know, again, it's a it's a shorter length par five, which is great. I love which that. Is, which is fine, but but it forces you to really bend it around. Uh, and then again, you like fifteen. You got you have short irons in, uh, and not really struggling mm -hmm. with uh, with raised creeks. So if you put more trees on the left there, it it forces you to to play out more to the right, which I think adds another element of. Well, know, then you have that. It's not going to be super long shot, but that ball is going to be pretty far above your feet Correct. for the right-handed player. It's right. going to be a tough, well, tough think, shot. Think about when Phil hit that phenomenal shot out of the pine strong trees. Yeah. Long iron out of there. He, I mean, it was total high risk, high reward, and he got him, right? Well, I think, you know, if, if a phenomenal shot gets you up around and you, you, you get in there in two, great. I just... Every move that they've made, they used to tire, try to tiger-proof it, extend tees. Like 18 has right. been extended back, yeah. you know, a bunch. Um, I just I see that with these holes too, because you know, Tiger was the long player for years. Yeah. Now there there are so many Tiger-length players out there now. Is 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 what I'd say every week on tours the average. Right. Um, and then you got the super long folks that. And with the equipment changes, they always talk about the balls. The Augusta going to come up with or the Masters going to have their own ball. I don't, I don't know about all that. Yeah, but, that'd but be I, a tough I one. think when you when you have the 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 funding and notoriety that uh, Augusta National has, do whatever uh, you want, and it's their it's their tournament, right? And that's why we as golf fans absolutely love it. 
Most people say that's the best week of the year for yeah. golf. We, uh-huh. get, we get jazzed up to watch it, be there. Um, whatever they do, I'm, I'm good with because I got no reason to doubt their, their, gonna, their product has been fantastic. You're going to tune in. Yeah. And what's funny is, okay, so they tiger proofed it, let's say, yeah. right? Yeah. Now with what the changes, what changes they're making, this actually brings tiger more of a favorite because now your iron play oh. is more premium. You're going to lay up more. So it kind of works to tiger's game now more than probably anybody else if he were to come back and have the same let's say iron dominance yeah, that well, he had try, the so last you're, few years so you're, you're trying to neutralize the long bomber a little bit and and bring in the the great iron player i mean think of so many masters champions uh from the past in the eras in which they played were just phenomenal putters and iron players yeah you know uh, they've tightened it up and lengthened it so you really can't spray it around, but it rewards hitting great iron shots. Right. And, you know, I can think of a number of players that are probably sitting there thinking, you know what, that's just, if I can't go for it in two, that's fine. I'm going to lay up to my yardage and, and my bread and butter is hitting wedges on my third shots in, having birdie putts, tighten the field a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, why not? I'd love to see it. It's going to be great. I like that because those greens are so tricky. I want to see these. Yeah. I want to yeah. see it. I don't care if you... You can go. It's just, I promise no matter what they do, it's going to be great. Everybody's tuning in. Oh. They can do whatever. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Let's dive in as we wrap up here. We're going to look at just two training aids, some okay. of the popular ones. We can yeah. talk about some others, but yeah. All right. So I'm, now look, we're not bashing. No I don't bash, want to bash, no bash these guys, but I just want to give kind of a good look, look at. So a lot of a popular one has been the G box. This thing. Yeah. Here yep, you go. Yep. Yep. Familiar with the G box. The G box was, uh, yeah, yeah. it's through George Gankus. Yep. Good golf yeah. instructor yeah. teaches, um, Sung Kang, Matt Wolf. Yeah. A few other guys out there. A lot of junior players. Yeah. And this thing wraps around your waist. It's got these Velcro boxes that you yep. put on and it yep. helps you get rotation. Absolutely. You've used it. I- I've used it. Um, I, I, you know, listen, what, what George Gankus is doing and, you know, let's call it a matter of three to five years of getting out there. He's just blowing up instruction and the followers he gets. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got, I mean, you know, all about, you know, rotation, rotation, rotation. Um, the, the G box. So I, I, you know, I, I, I like some of the stuff he does. I, you know, I can't always do all the movements, but I understand what he's doing. And, okay. and, and so with the, with the G box, you know, the thing that struck me is it's very easy to use, right? Super lightweight, easy on and yeah. off. You know, uh, you got the you got the line on the front box, which kind of lines up with your your left shirt seam, and, and 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 really as you turn back for a you know right-handed golfer, obviously flip it around for lefty. Right. But you know, you turn back. The whole idea is to get that line behind the ball if you can. Now right? that I've got good rotation, that's hard to do. It is very hard it's to do. Really hard. It's you know again, some people cheat and they move the vel- velcro around yeah. so they can get it there, but you're not getting the benefit if you cheat. But it, it, I guess it, it's a good visual for you to really think about. I want to get turned with my back to the target. I mm-hmm. want a full coil. And then the, 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 you know, again, that's probably the, the more pliable part of it, right? Because anyone who sees that visual that gets them to turn more, even if they can't get all the way back yeah. there, it gets them thinking about, I, 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 need, I need to get back behind the ball. They're focusing They're on focusing it. So it's on having a little turn, better, right? So, you know, that for me was uh, the easier part. Okay. The back box is the one where I think really 
uh, for those that are working hard and executing is where you know they're seeing gains or they're not. Right. And as you know, having tried it, so that back box goes a little bit in front of the seam line on the on your right side for the right-handed golfer. And if you get turned back when you're rotating down covering that ball, if you're not if you're not keeping your you know your right elbow down in front of your chest, you're going to hit that box with your hands, with your hands, with your, arms with your elbow, your arms. And so the whole idea is to, to make sure that you are getting covered and clear of that, keeping your chest over and then rotating through the ball. So it's syncing up your arms and your body yeah. with everything. Did when you were using it, did you feel like you had to come over the top to avoid hitting the back box? Yeah, so when I first started, I'm a little bit more of a steeper plane swinger. Okay. okay? I'm not, I've never been really a one plane guy. It looks beautiful, but I, it's tough for me to do. So Taller player. Yeah, it's, taller. Just, yeah. it's tougher for me. So, uh, you know, w- w- what I started uh, doing is it just made sure that I was, as I like to say, getting up the wall on the backswing more with my lead arm okay. as I'm rotating and making sure as I'm, as I'm dropping down, I'm not getting stuck behind me and I'm keeping my my you know arms in in that club head in front of my chest yeah and having that box there just that visual knowing i don't want to hit that box so good you reminder know, it's a reminder for me to like make sure i get it dropped down in front of me and clear through versus i clear that lower body and i get stuck behind me and mm. that's really what i took away from it i like that okay i mean i like it it's i think you look strange going to the range, putting that on. <laughs> well, I think a lot true. of people struggle with that. So I, at, at home, for, you know, I, I found you can uh, when you're working out really hard, you can have a couple beverages on either side. They, they, there they you sit go. Nicely there in between. So you know, it, it had that dual purpose. Yeah, you got a place to set your beer. That's right. Uh, but I, I, I like it. I wanted the boxes to have a, a, a place where I can attach something else to it to kind of stick it out, like an, just another Velcro ball or a point. So I could see it more yeah, yeah. in my swing, I think. But for the first iteration of this thing, I, I liked it. I, I think it, it, it's it's uh, you know sophisticated yet simple. Uh, it's easy to tote around. Not much to it. I mean, it, it take you a couple of minutes to you know maneuver it around. I think it's very easy to use. And based yeah. on you know the number of people I see at the golf course and you know uh, you know on the internet, I mean, there are a lot of people. Who, love this thing right they're, yeah. they're using this thing so, it's a good deal all right yeah. that's our g-box then we got uh the uh the plane mate so similar sort of it's a belt you put on yeah and it's got this uh thing that you attach these uh bands. Ten- ten- tension bands too yeah, yeah tension bands then you put yep. the other end on it attaches to your club yep um and what this causes you to forces you to yeah. shallow out yes during your downswing yeah yeah so you've it, also yeah used so, so interesting i i actually um so i have both of these these products and i got this one first so i probably got this one this this came out i think about a year or so before the g-box yeah. did uh and what i noticed you know watching the video looking at this i was like wow you know who doesn't want to shallow out a little bit that man drop right into the slot yeah it looks good power man i mean the video it looks really good if i could just have that swing it'd be fantastic um i don't have that swing but uh so when i got this though what what i pretty pretty easy to use 
Yeah. Um, one 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 kind of knock I had is it you know it kind of slides up and down on your waist a little bit depending on how you swing. It doesn't mm. doesn't hold as nice as I'd like it to, and some of that is just the you know the stiffness of it's it's, it's almost like a weight belt. Yeah. Uh, it's got you know it's got to be a little bit more uh, uh, tough because of the the bolted on uh, slide bar mm. and, and things. But the concept, um, they go through a number of things, right? Um, I think it's a, is it uh, is it Chris. Uh, um, it's not Chris Como that uh, does that, but um, oh, this thing, yeah, that came out with this. David, it was two guys, yeah, two guys, couple guys. Time. But but so so what I found most helpful with this wasn't really on the full swing, it was on those pitches, like with 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 your wedges, is really dialing in your yeah. pivot. The pivot was it, it, it was it would keep me together enough where that 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 thirty sixty you know. 75 yard wedge shot where you're 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 keeping your hands in front of your chest nice you know some people do it they connect their towel or they put gloves under their arms to just that nice pivot yeah and, like and, that and pivot through and this was good for that especially doing the different tensions because you really start feeling the connection if you if you mm. don't stay connected that band is pulling your club head all around so I, I found some benefits there I don't use it much anymore um, but but it kind of ingrained the move, the simple move. Take the you know take the hands yeah. out so much um, on the full swing. Um, it was a little 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 more difficult because it really, as you know, when you get on that back swing and when I said earlier going up the wall, you get up the wall, it it's gonna pull you down. You're gonna drag yeah. that club head down the wall really into the slot. Well, I like okay. So I my swing. I have a little, people call it hitch on top of my backswing. Like it just comes across the line. Yeah. Mostly because I broke my right wrist. And so my wrist doesn't want to bend backwards. It likes to go forward. It just, it hurts going this way. So yeah. whatever, it's a little hitch in my swing. So this, I was like, this will get rid of it. It'll help me feel the opposite, which yeah. it does. Yeah. And I loved it for that. So the day I got it, uh, it was August, two years ago. And I put it on. Went in my backyard and I just I was using I was like oh yeah yeah this is great yeah and the follow through your hands are really low and it forces you to turn absolutely so much yeah. so I used it for maybe thirty minutes uh, like that day or the next day my back went out now I don't know if it was because of this but all I know is I used this and then the next day I think. I bent over negative association. I bent over, opened a drawer <laughs> yeah. and I'm out. I'm in bed for a month. Yeah, it's not like, good. And, and then the days where I could get up, I'm out shooting videos and I, you know, people are like, dude, what, what's wrong? You, that's you're horrible at short game. It hurt. I couldn't bend. You know, we need a Theragun to send you some, man. I needed everything. <laughs> a chiropractor, acupuncture. I did everything. So then I got, I bet got better and I'm like, okay, let me just try that again. I, and so I tried it again and I could feel it in my back my back does my back doesn't like that now yeah. i don't know if that causes anything i don't blame it but the follow-through is so different the backswing wasn't so much the follow-through is so different i think my muscles just weren't ready for well, it when you, you yeah but when you think about it so when this is on when you have the belt on and you've got the slide again for the right hander there's slide uh, bars on the right and you've got that uh, tension band on there yeah. connected to your club it's forcing your lower back muscles are going to get engaged because it is that pivots tight 
I mean, I it's think that's really so, so I like so when you when you watch the videos and you look at it, um, the concept I totally get the concept and what it's trying to fix may not work for everybody, right? Right. Depending on how they use it. Um, for me, like I said, um, I get done using it and then I take the bands off and I, and I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm making kind of a, a different move. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe felt a little unnatural for me. Um, so what I try to take away from it is, and every time I see a training aid, I, you know, what, what can I take away that works for me? Yeah. And, and it really was, okay, there's some good connectivity messages with this. Um, but it may not be for me, right? Yeah. Uh, it just, and the other thing is, I think a lot of these training aids um, like this are, if you're a taller person, I don't think every one of these training aid, aids is built for the same height person. Yeah, good point. So, so for a taller person, I can see them maybe struggling a little more unless they uh, develop different bands for height. For height. Um, so that yeah. might be a suggestion that relieves some of that. Might almost felt a little bit too much tension for me. Mm -hmm. You know, being six three, it was just a little bit, a little bit different. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I know when I was going back, you're getting some tension. So when I took the resistance band off, I, my club immediately flew away from me, and yes. then so I had this crazy move on the backswing. I'd like the downswing piece, yeah. but the backswing was well. It weird. just yanks the. I mean, it 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 again you. It just kind of it's a gives you that figure eight move in that backswing. Yeah. That head is just going to drop down. So, you know, hey, let's, the 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 uh, the, the adventure of uh, um, and the journey of finding that golf swing, right? It's a <laughs> it, it is an adventure. Aids. My favorite training aid to this day still is just this rubber like dodgeball, this little rubber ball. Yeah. I put between my arms yep. and I use it. That's my most go-to training aid. I use it. Have it in another room. I use it every day. Just a feel, and I could feel just by rotating my that ball, yep. my forearms, that the same thing. Yeah. As that, that's just my for me. But that's for me. That's what works. Yeah. For my swing. Yeah. But my swing is flatter than your swing probably. Yeah. Because yeah. you're tall, so I think you know. I used to. I mean, once I I uh, I still have it uh, occasionally if I want to kind of get loose and stretch out. I like the orange whip. That yeah. Was, that was a good one for just kind of stretching out, feeling a little bit of lag. A little bit, you know, again, no one's ever accused me of falling asleep in my backswing. My transition uh, has always been my, you know, my Achilles heel. And when I have I, a video on yeah. transition coming out <laughs> tomorrow. I will be, I will be subscribing to that one. Uh, but I like the orange whip is good. Um, and, hey, I like the old Medicus. It used to teach me, uh, you know, better tempo, trying to stay on plane. Don't break that club down. I like, I like that one. So I love that. I, so I love the Medicus. The only thing problem I had with the Medicus, you really have to start rotating that toe open to keep it from breaking. Yes. Whereas today you're taught to keep that club face shut Correct. and that Medicus would break down every time. Yeah. Well then, or you have buddies that just, they turn the screw a little bit tighter. So they don't break down. <laughs> say, Look at me. I can do this. I got the, I got the Medicus. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. It doesn't ever break, but I like that. I used to have one they had the single hinge and they came out with like a double hinged yeah, one. Yeah. And it was I a big mean, Davis love. He had that and Mark yeah. Amira. They, they were big, big proponents of that. Where you can't go wrong with, with those. Well, guys I don't, you know, they didn't really need those training aids. I mean, so yeah, I know yeah. it's funny. But, they but, get that but, good but, best but, golfer in the world. But if you thought you could swing like that, it was good for sales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got a good cut. Well, Tom, good having you on Appreciate the podcast it, today. Yeah, a lot of fun being here. Uh, I think next time we'll talk about the upcoming, uh, or maybe it will have just occurred. Um, 
Open Championship. Yep. Yeah. We'll looking have, forward to that back after skipping last year. I know, right? And we'll have Ryder Cup to talk about. That's coming we up. We might even have a Bryson uh, Brooks uh, pairing somewhere in there to talk about. Yeah. It's going to happen. It, it's going to happen. And I think we need to talk about the uh, the, the Premier Golf League coming up. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's, that's, bu- that's, more building, that's building a little... Little steam there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a uh, lot to talk about. Thanks for being part of yeah, the podcast. Fantastic. Yeah, great to today. be here. And uh, love you guys. We'll see you next time.